Uh, several years on, we're still having the discussion of whether we call it load shedding power cuts or, or, or blackouts. Language is, I believe, important. Scheduled power outages is different to blackouts. I know that when it happens to us in our own homes, that's our world. That's what we experience. And the world is dark. It is a blackout for us. But in all intents and purposes, it's not a blackout. I think we'll know when it's a blackout, unscheduled, uninterrupted, sustained protracted periods without electricity and then need to reboot the entire grid to come back on. Um, the UK, when they have outages, just this winter, a part of the UK had outages. They called it brownouts. We call it load shedding. I think there is something to be said for the euphemistic description of what we called scheduled power cuts. But we're in a lot of trouble. But at least it's scheduled. At least, I know it sounds like I'm minimizing it. I'm not. Of course, we should prepare for the worst. And how are we doing that? I know we've been downgraded to stage five from five o'clock this morning. But what is the likelihood of stage eight? And how is Cape Town preparing for that, Mayor Jordan Hill Lewis joins me now. Of course, we're still heading to bitterly cold winter months where we see uh, energy consumption increase. We should be preparing for a stage seven or stage eight. Many people have argued, well, actually, looking at the amount of uh, outages and the amount of energy cut from the grid over the past week, in theory. We are in stage seven or stage eight already, but how are we preparing here in the city, Jordan? Good morning. Good morning, Lester, and well done for uh, trying to find the thinnest of silver linings. At least it is scheduled, yes, you're right. At but least. Um, we've got a lot of prep to do. Uh, we've been preparing for several months. When we had stage six uh, earlier this year, just after the new year, uh, we realized that our prep was, was actually not as uh, great as we had hoped because we had severe water outages out in Somerset West as a result of that uh, stage six and in a couple of other high-lying parts of the city where where residents are fed by reservoirs. If those reservoirs don't have time to fill up uh, and the pumps don't have time to run, then they they can easily run dry. Mm. Uh, So so water has been our biggest concern for stage eight and and we've done quite a bit of work these last few weeks to source bigger uh, generators and more generators it's very tough to get a big generator in South Africa now, but uh, but we have found one or two extra big generators, and and so that's our big concern. And then just putting a lot of planning into how we get roads moving, how we get where we station traffic officers and metro police officers and so on if, if stage eight hits. We have tried to ask ESCOM, have we unofficially been in a stage seven this week? Just looking at some of the statistics on, I think it was Tuesday night, we had um, a demand of 30,000 megawatts. ESCOM could only supply 23,000 megawatts, which meant there was a shortage of 7,000. Many analysts would say, Technically, on paper, if you're looking at disparity between demand and supply, that South Africa yes. was actually unofficially in a stage seven or eight this week. Yes, even yesterday, I looked at the numbers yesterday, it was 6,400 megawatts of, of load shedding yesterday. So that's technically kind of stage six and a half. Uh, and I saw, I think it was on Tuesday, the day that you're referring to, we were, we were at 7,000 megawatts of load shedding, which is basically... 
uh, that is stage seven. Uh, the, you know, it's a thousand megawatts a stage. That's that's how it works. So that is basically stage seven, just unannounced and unofficial. Mm. If it is unannounced and unofficial, I know that there is coordination between the city's trans uh, transmission services and and ESCOM. Has there been any communication between ESCOM saying this is what we're currently experiencing, or we are just allowing for for residents to feel it in in my particular neck of the woods? Um, the 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 outages are are sometimes fifteen twenty minutes longer than what we're we're used to. Uh, there was a night in the week where the power came on for a short period of time and then what went off for another four hours unannounced. Of course, this could be various infrastructure problems of yeah. of, of of networks and of substations. But has there been communication from ESCOM to the city of what the current state is? Yeah, so two quick things there. Firstly, the the longer the load shedding and the more frequent the load shedding, the more our infrastructure around the city uh, gives problems. Minor problems like the one that you experienced where they were probably trying to, uh, there was probably a local battery dead for the remote communication network uh, that didn't allow them to switch on the uh, your substation from, uh, you know, remotely from our network control center. Uh, because when uh, when you have the four or five hour load shedding periods, even our substation batteries start to start to die. Uh, so it causes immense problems, not just water, but l- thousands of little problems. Every every robot's uh, traffic light battery starts to die. We're now having to upgrade hundreds of traffic batteries to uh, to lithium ion batteries uh, so that they can last longer. Mm. Uh, those little things that people don't always see, but they're happening everywhere. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, yes, we are in constant contact with ESCOM uh, every day. But, you know, ESCOM always makes the point, and of course they are right, that, that uh, you know, stage eight is never going to be planned. They plan to avoid stage eight. It's going to happen because there's a trip at another station or some kind of uh, sabotage event or something at a, at a station up north. And it's going to be unplanned. So they, they're not going to be able to give us much more warning. We're going to get a, a power notice like we do saying we're being upgraded to stage six. It's going to be instant like that. Um, a message here from a listener, which I, which I fielded this morning, uh, just as we started the show. Lester, how is an electric car race being held during crippling load shedding? I know that the city has made assurances to, uh, uh, to the EPRI organizers that um, you have given assurance that there will be sufficient electricity. They've brought on 28 extra generators as a backup plan to host that race. What what are the, yeah. the contingency plans? And firstly, the, the, the question of it, listener, how is South African hosting an electric car race while we're in the midst of crippling load shedding? No, of course, it is a, there is a certain irony to it, which the... I saw the report newspaper pointed out last week, Sunday, their headline was uh, electric racing with no power or something like that. Uh, it, it is a certain irony, but of course, this, you know, the, the organizers have been diligently and very passionately working on this race for several years now. Uh, they can't be held back by this uh, shocking national failure to provide sufficient electricity. So the race is going ahead it's a great opportunity for Cape Town and it just reminds us how much faster we have to go 
if at all possible, to, to get rid of this terrible load shedding. Uh, Jordan, just as I'm talking to you, just receiving a message from ESCOM. Uh, ESCOM uh, appoints Khalib Kasim as interim group chief executive with immediate effect. ESCOM is pleased to announce the appointment of Khalib Kasim as interim group CEO with immediate effect. He will lead ESCOM's management team until further notice. He was appointed as ESCOM's chief financial officer in November 2018 after acting as CFO from July 2017. Your first response? Well, at least there is someone in charge after the uh, immediate departure of Andre Dereta there. Jordan? Yes, I don't know Mr. Kasim, but I wish him all of the best. He has a, a gargantuan task to undertake mm-hmm. on behalf of the whole country, and I really wish him all the best uh, and, and hope that he can turn around the performance of those, mm-hmm. uh, those power stations up north because mm-hmm. what we, we often forget is that South Africa has more than enough installed capacity. Yes, it is very old. Yes, it often breaks down, but we have 50,000 megawatts, 50 gigawatts of installed capacity. It just doesn't work half the time. So that's what he's really got to focus on. Jordan Lewis, Mayor of the City of Cape Town. ESCOM's statement goes on to say, it concludes, ESCOM thanks Mr. Kasim's family for permitting him to assume the additional responsibilities and is greatly for Mr. Kasim for stepping up to the GCE role. Gosh, that man is going to get no sleep over the next while. Would anyone want the job? Some news breaking here. Eskom appoints a interim CEO, Khalib Kasim, as the new group chief executive of the utility.